0: This podcast is brought to you by ideate and execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise ideate massively valuable new products or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, the innovation capital of the world, as some people say. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, disruption, personal achievement, all sorts of good stuff. Not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. Still working on that intro, believe believe it or not, after 115 episodes. This is show number 115. And today we're going to talk about chatbots. That's right, folks. Chatbots are in the news lately. Chatbots are super hot. Chatbots are super huge. Chatbots are all the rage. It's funny how they just exploded seem to explode on the scene, but... I mean, chatbots have been around forever, haven't they? I mean... How long have chatbots been around? Ages. Ages. A lot of them were just very sort of dumb chatbots where you would say, Hey, uh, what's the weather like today? And it would SMS back to you the weather. But it seems that people are starting to move away from apps, and I can understand why. I mean, apps are fine. But there's just too many of them and they all do similar things and it's very difficult to decide which one and people just want simplicity people want ease of use people want to just be able to ask a question get a response right they don't want to have to surf and surf and surf and surf and surf because that's basically what they're doing they surf they they use an app they download another app they surf they use an app they download an app it just takes a lot of time And this is part of what's happened with the internet today I mean, I read a great article the other day saying how broken the internet is. And I agree, it is very broken. And it's not just the internet's broken, it's technology in general. Because for the longest time, we've been so fascinated with the possibilities of technology that we just apply it everywhere. We try to apply it everywhere without really determining if the application of technology will actually make our lives better. And what ends up happening is that we end up fighting the technology. We end up battling the technology to get what we want. And of course, I mean, I've told you this before, that the travel agent example. It used to be you just pick up the phone, call a travel agent, say, hey, this is how much I've got to spend. This is how long I have. I want to go somewhere nice. He asks you a couple questions. Boom, an hour later, you have the perfect trip. And nowadays, it takes you... Weeks and weeks and weeks to research the perfect trip. Do I have the right app? Do I have the right website? Have I looked in the right place? Am I getting ripped off? Am I not getting ripped off? Is that guy sitting beside me on the plane? Did he pay half of what I did for this airfare? We don't know any of that because all that's all technology has done for us is to make it easier for us to do the work instead of the experienced. Professionals, so we're finally getting to the point now, where we're seeing some of those interfaces drop away. I think I talked a while back about a book um, author I met the a couple months ago, Golden Krisha wrote called "The Best Interface Is No Interface," and he was basically talking about the seamless kind of experiences that I feel are in our very near future, where due to the combination of big data, predictive analytics, the Internet of Things. We're going to be so fine-tuned to the wants and needs of people that the technology will just surface what we need exactly when we need it. Now, we're not quite there yet. We still need to have our humans ask us for things, which is... One of the reasons why Google is still making so much money from AdWords, I mean, I still think that's their number one money making enterprise is selling little text ads besides search terms. Now, we've pretty much decided, it's pretty much true that Google has won the search engine words. I mean, does anyone go anywhere else really to search unless they're, say, a privacy advocate and they maybe go to DuckDuckGo or maybe they're working in a corporate environment and they have to use Bing or whatever? But Google's pretty much won those wars. And in order for you to be visible on Google, you need to either do a whole ton load of content marketing in order for Google to think that your site has authority and when you search for a particular topic, you're going to get linked to your site. Or you can pay some money and run some ads and AdWords so that Google will put your ad in front of customers. These are the two ways to get found nowadays. It used to be much, much easier to get found, but now it's kind of like the only way to get found on the internet. You have a business and you want to get found on the internet, that's what you have to do. You have to either pay Google or you have to pay a writer to write up a bunch of articles and hope and pray that Google indexes you and that when you enter the term for, I don't know what your business does, let's say you, you're a painter in San Jose, you type painter in San Jose. And boom, your listing comes up, and you get found. And that's kind of the way it is now. So unfortunately, what's happened is many people experience the internet through either a Google search, or a Facebook post, right? That's the only way they experience the internet. They don't really go through normal channels, they go, they hardly ever go to people's websites, even. I mean, if I wanted a painter in San Jose, I would just go to Google and type painter in San Jose. I wouldn't go to paintersanjose.com or even if I saw a billboard as I was, say that I saw the back of a truck as I was driving along at sanjosepainting.com, I might go there, but I doubt it. If I was looking for a painter, the first thing I'd do is probably go to Yelp or Google. So I would use these portals to experience the internet. I wouldn't go to the company's website and then I would look at... Customer reviews on these people, but then that's again more work for me. How do we take out the work for the customer? How do we remove all this work and find the absolute perfect vendor for the customer? Because you see, remember the two paths I was telling you about? Either you do a ton of content marketing or you do. The ad words. So you either spend the money. And if you're a small business, you don't really have that much money. So you spend the time in content marketing. But what do you do? Basically, you're writing all this BS content that really doesn't have any actual use other than the fact that it's drawing Google eyeballs to your business. And then you're hoping against hope that people will say, Hey, that looks interesting. I think I'll buy that. It's so inefficient. There's got to be a better way so what comes along chatbots a new interface now a lot of people are talking about chatbots as in facebook messenger bots who are sms bots where you go in and say hey uh like uh, that company magic where you say hey I-, I need a pizza and they go you text hey i need a pizza and they go hey wh- what do you want on it we'll deliver it boom it's there but those are great for people who are sort of live their life in text. And there's a number of people who live their life in text and it's a whole generation of millennials who love texting and texting is the way to go, right? But there's also the rest of us and eventually people outside of that world are going to want a similar type of service. And so what do we do? We give it to them with voice and voice recognition. Things like Amazon's Alexa, Amazon's Echo. I'm sorry, it's actually called Echo. Alexa is just the code word to fire it up. So Amazon Echo is a smash hit. Why? Because it simplifies your life. And how does it simplify your life? Well, you ask it a question, it does a search for you, and gives you an answer. Basically like Google on steroids. And supposedly, there's some AI back there, so it's a little more intelligent about giving you what you need. So for example, if I said, hey, what's the weather like, Alexa? It would know I'm living where I'm living. It would know what time it is. It would go out there, find the weather, and come back to me. And you know, typically services can do that sort of thing. Weather services can do that sort of thing. But then more complex queries are there. And also we're seeing things like Viv, which was just announced to the public the other day by the team that did Siri, basically building queries on the fly, building programming on the fly based on a query. So if I said something like, What was the temperature at the Golden Gate Bridge three weeks ago during the Mets game? Or something like that. some crazy thing like that. And it would go out and do all this deep searching and come back with a response. Which would probably be useless. I mean, why would I need to know something like that? But if I said, hey, you know, I'm planning on having a birthday party for my son outside next Saturday... Do I need to buy a tent? It will go out and figure out, oh, tent means he's talking about weather, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So instead of me doing all that searching, it does searching for me. It creates a program. It does the searching for me, and it gives me a response. And Viv does that. So we're seeing uh, Amazon Echo. We're seeing Viv. Newest arrival, supposedly, that's going to be announced to Google I.O., This week or next week or anytime soon or sometime soon is something they've called Chirp at Google, which is basically Google's version of Amazon Echo. Same sort of thing. It's always listening. You say, hey, okay, Google, if I left now, would I get there on time? And it would go, hmm, where? Let me check his calendar. Okay, the calendar says he's going to Sunnyvale. He's going to this address in Sunnyvale. Let me see. Oh, yeah. No, he has to leak. He has another 15 minutes responds, you have another 15 minutes. And that's great. For those kind of queries is fantastic. But what if you were the business? Okay, let's go back to my little example of the painter in San Jose poor, the poor painter in San Jose, the poor painter in San Jose either has to hire somebody to do content marketing on Google, or he has to spend on AdWords, what's going to happen? when the chatbots take over what's gonna happen when everyone has a Google chirp in their house and they need painting is Google chirp going to actually go and figure out that our painter in San Jose that guy is actually the best guy for the job where is he gonna go is it just gonna use the same old content marketing slash AdWords slash Yelp in order to get you the answer or is it really gonna go hey listen you know This guy lives in this area of San Jose. Uh, This guy specializes in this area of San Jose. He can be there today. He's got the availability because I can see his calendar. So will it actually do a deep, deep search and find the absolute best vendor for what you need? Or is it just going to do the same thing? They're just going to plug it into their current ecosystem and they're going to go, well this vendor spends the most on AdWords, so let's send him to you, or this vendor's done the best job of content marketing, so we'll him sell him to you, then the problem is the same. You've just changed the interface. You put a different paint, a coat of paint, on the same problem. Because the problem is that the people, the demand, and the supply do not meet. If the demand and supply were to meet, then we ne- wouldn't need to have 90% of messages on the internet being sales. We wouldn't need to have all this BS content marketing, this content free content marketing, which is only there to drag you to somebody's website in the hope that you might buy from them. But I don't have a lot of faith that that's the way things are going to go because a lot of these companies, that's how they make their money. They make their money in the gap between supply and demand. And what we really need is that engine to truly figure out supply and demand. So instead of you going online as a business and having to do all this content marketing or having to do all of this um, pay so much money in AdWords, is that you go online and you complete a profile, your initial profile and say, hey, this is Fred's painting in San Jose. This is what we specialize in. this is what we do, and then, as you work, you say, "Okay, we did this house, this house, this house, this house." You just save it in your profile, and maybe it'll automatically save it in your profile based on your on your smartphone locations or whatever. Hey, we painted this house, hey, we painted this house, we did this color, this is what the owner said is very happy, maybe it leverages Yelp. I don't know, but the fact of the matter is is that when I now, with my Google chirp device, say, "Huh." House is looking a little ratty. I think it needs a a paint job. Chirp overhears me. And instead of going to. The top. Paid AdWords person. Or the top content marketing person. It. Bypasses all that. And goes you know what. Let's find the absolute best. Person. To do exactly what you want. So it bypasses all of that. And gives me. Fred's painting. Is this another opportunity for us to actually pull up the long tail of everything again and actually present the most relevant vendor to the customer as opposed to the one who spent the most on AdWords or the one who's been... The most creative let's say with uh, content marketing hmm which one's it gonna be so on the one hand it's great for consumers consumers are gonna love it because we're gonna get so much it's gonna be so much easier for us to find things so when I say hey can you book me a trip to Hawaii in July I want to stay somewhere in Waikiki and I only want to spend about three grand boom there's your answer but the question is did I get the best deal because it found me the best deal bypassing the content marketing and the AdWords? Or did it say, well, this advert, this guy spends the most on AdWords, so we're going to send you to his site. And we're going to get you his numbers. The true promise of the internet is the complete matching of the supply to the demand. If you want to fix the internet, Then you match the supply to the demand and forget about all this other BS that you have to go through in order to get seen. Will chatbots fix that problem for us? I don't know. We'll see. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.